0: Welcome back, everybody, to this week in Japan—the show that brings you the most trending news stories and cultural insights from Japan. I'm your host Julian Demanski, and joining me, as always, is my co-host and founder of Japan Insider, Yasuharu Matsuno. Hey, guys, welcome back. First of all, sorry that we couldn't record a new episode last week.
1: And we basically had some urgent editing that was necessary for our YouTube video. and so it was just not possible to record the podcast. Yeah, it was a bit of a heavy time crunch last week, wasn't it? Mm. So <laughs> But uh, we have some interesting news stories in the meantime. Well, one of the the first one is not very interesting, but at the same time quite important. Mm. The state of emergency in Tokyo has been extended by two weeks. Mm. Um, it was supposed to end last week, but still the number isn't looking very good. So I guess we really had no choice.
0: Yeah, uh, like we said last week, the vaccine started rolling out, mm. but obviously it's just started, right? So it's not really yeah. had any impacts on the amount of like new cases yet. So yeah. it still is actually kind of going up mm. and it probably will do for a little bit before it goes down again.
1: <laughs> yeah, but I just checked the latest number last night mm. and it said that as many as 180,000 uh, medical workers mm. have already got like vaccinated.
0: Oh, okay. That's mm. Pretty good.
1: Yeah, I, I think the number isn't too bad. Mm. So I think um, it's just a matter of time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and also it's a bit weird to say... But we're almost getting used to this emergency
0: situation. Mm, Yeah. (laughs) Mm, I don't feel that inconvenient. It really has become the new normal, right? Mm, I mean, every week we talk about, you know, things we're doing for YouTube and stuff. Mm. And a lot of stuff we cover is like attractions or like, you know, travel locations and things like that. Mm. So for us, like the lack of tourists has actually been a benefit. You know, Mm. when we're trying to film, the places are more empty just more easy, right? Yeah, yeah. And just generally traversing around Tokyo, it just, I don't know, it doesn't feel weird anymore. Mm. So I think when it, when it, when everyone does come back, all the tourists, mm. I'm going to start complaining again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I know what you mean. Yeah. I mean, for the economy, having
1: more tourists, mm. having more people in the city is a good thing. Of course, yeah. But at the same time, yeah, I also don't like a uh, crowded place. yeah. I mean, even when we were uh, filming in Yokohama and Tokyo mm. two days ago, yeah, you know, we rented a car and drove all the way to the Minatomirai Bay area mm. of the Yokohama city. And we went to the Umihotaru.
0: Mm. Uh, how do you describe Umihotaru? Uh, it's just like a floating service station in the middle yeah. of the ocean. <laughs> yeah, in the middle of the Tokyo Bay. <laughs> yeah, so the, 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 the kind of the highway that goes from one side of the bay to the other. You can just kind of come off in the middle mm. and you come out from like under the ocean and then you're on like a little floating, it's mm-hmm. like a giant car park with a restaurant basically. <laughs> mm. So it's it's really cool. Right? Mm. Yeah. The view is amazing. Yeah. Mm. But the last time I went there, the place was
1: a lot more crowded. Mm. And of course, so was Yokohama. Yeah. Yeah. With a lot fewer people mm. in those areas. Yeah. But ironically, with a lot fewer people mm. in those areas, it's a lot easier to go around.
0: Yeah. I definitely agree. And I think everyone would really. Tokyo used to feel like a very hectic city and it still is in a lot of ways, but mm. just feels so much like slower pace nowadays. Mm. And even when you go to somewhere, probably the most congested place in the city would be like Shibuya, right? Mm. The crossing or someone like uh, Shinjuku station. Mm. And even those places, there's just like, there's not meters of space between me and the other people. Mm. So it's just very easy. And it is, even though there's a pandemic, you know, we probably shouldn't be out in the numbers that we are, but. You do feel a lot safer because you you can give yeah. yourself space, true. If you want to,
1: but anyway, on the positive side, I guess one of the biggest news recently, I think it was last week, mm. was um, I mean, especially to someone like you, was it was the announcement that the Japanese government is bringing the visa procedure online?
0: Yes. So, yeah, by someone like you, you mean a foreigner.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, a foreigner living
0: in Japan. <laughs> yeah, of course, yeah. Uh. I'm just joking. But, uh, <laughs> yes, uh, yeah, great news um, because anyone that's lived in Japan mm. knows that going to the uh, New Koku kanri No, New Koku Kanri-kyoku. Yeah, that's it. Which is a really difficult word to say uh, with the Immigration Bureau. Uh uh-huh. It's just one of the worst experiences right. of living in Japan.
1: Yeah, that's what I hear from every single Boiner every, in Japan. Single, every person. single person yeah. in Japan. Nobody likes it. It's right. just awful. Yeah. I mean, as a Japanese, I'm not sure if I should call it like fortunately, but <laughs> uh, yeah, I've never experienced it. Yeah, but, yeah. Yeah. That's what I hear.
0: Well, basically like it, it's, I mean, being Japanese, you, you know the bureaucracy you get in Japan, right? And you know what government buildings yeah. are like, you know? Yeah. But it's just like that, but to like the extreme. Uh, and it's just packed like wall to wall with like, grumpy sweaty foreigners because mm-hmm. <laughs> like it doesn't matter what time of year it is it's always super hot in there they don't have air con there's too many people and there's not enough seats and you just have to wait for so long like it's just it's so unreasonable
1: but why like you make an appointment
0: right uh no no you just basically turn up so it opens at 9 a.m mm. so the, the the kind of the unwritten rule amongst gaijin is that like you turn up you have to turn up before 9 a.m. Otherwise you're there all day.
1: Wow! Like if you get
0: there at like one, you're too late. Because basically what happens is you go in and there's there's one main queue that's like the document checking kind of uh, counter. Mm. So you go to you go to that queue first. And so that's always the first one to have a big line. And you get to the counter and the staff will say, you know, like, what are you here for today? Mm. So in my case, the the most recent time I went, it was uh, my visa renewal, right? Mm. So I said, okay, visa renewal, um blah blah blah. And they check the the documents that you have with you. Mm-hmm. And if you have all the correct stuff, they'll say, okay, you need to go to counter whichever. So there's like A B C D E, I think, mm-hmm. counters. Um, and then they give you a numbered ticket. Mm-hmm. And then basically from that point, whenever your number gets called up, you go up to the counter. Oh no. And then whatever happens after that, it could just be like, you know, everything's okay, or oh, you didn't fill this incorrectly, or Or I don't know, anything could happen. It's just chaos, like... (laughs) Ouch. And even for renewal, Mm. like, you gotta be on the site. Yeah, 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 for real. So I went, when did I get my visa renewed? I think it was September last year. Mm. Thankfully, I got a three-year visa this time. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I don't have to go back for three years. Um, Even though I'm married to a Japanese citizen. Right. (laughs) The the, the previous year, they only only gave me one year the the year previous. Mm. Um, But yeah, I got there... A bit later, but this is the thing that the interesting thing that changed actually because of COVID is that when I got there last time, I did get there a little bit late because I woke up late. So maybe mm. I got there about 9.15 mm. and instead of just going straight in, they have like a little tent set up outside Oh. and you go to the tent and then they ask you the same kind of question "Like, what are you here for? So I said, mm. oh, visa renewal. And they gave me a ticket saying, and it said like group uh, A1 mm.
1: and,
0: and it said 10.15, which was mm. like an hour later. Oh, And basically they have group A, B, C and then like every like 10 or 15 minutes they'll just be like, okay, group A1 or group B2 or whatever, they'll call the group inside. Mm. And then when you go in, it's like empty inside of the building. Mm-hmm. And that time I went last with all these COVID precautions it was actually the quickest time I've been there. I got, from the time I got there and got my ticket, it took me about two hours for the whole thing.
1: My, my take on this is that You know, obviously the COVID itself is really bad. Mm. It's a, you know, bad, bad thing. Yeah, yeah. But at the same time, the consequences from the COVID
0: aren't all bad. No, no. I think they're really making people reevaluate these kind of systems, right? you know, and just how inadequate they are. Mm. Because when you put this kind of system under any kind of stress, Mm. it just doesn't hold up. Right. It was just, it was so poorly designed. Mm. And I could imagine like- the, the way that the office runs is probably the same that it was in like 1970 mm. when the, you know, the Gaijin population was probably like 10 people mm. <laughs> or, <No. laughs> you know, much, much less uh-huh. than it's almost, I think it's around almost 3 million foreigners in Japan now. Yeah, yeah. Something and like it's that. it's growing. Exactly, right? Mm. So it just, it just needs to change. Yeah. Um But the funniest thing about this whole story, as much as I'm relieved that it's happening… Is that in order to use the online system, mm. you have to go to the office in person to apply for it? Oh, <laughs>
1: <what>? <laughs> <laughs> so
0: it's just like what the serious? Oh, that's classic. Yeah, oh, no man. doubt. I'll need to take my handcuffs off next time. <laughs> yeah, but I don't like I said. I don't need to use it for like another two and a half years. So mm. maybe by that time you can sign up online. I'm not sure. It's yeah. just it's just madness. <laughs> also, too, you know, as a Japanese, I wish I could do something. But- yeah. But you know, this news seems to be on the trend of like digital reform that we've had this year. You know, we've talked about Hanko's getting abolished. Is it Asotaro? Who will the other one? Which, which
1: uh, uh, Taro Kono.
0: Taro Kono, yeah, the mm. other Taro. Uh, Taro Kono, who's the leading the, uh, the digital reform uh-huh. ministry. Indeed. And, uh, you know, we're seeing it across lots of different types of sectors and businesses, mm. people making that transition. So, mm. you know, this is one kind of uh, area that specifically, you know, affects me. So obviously mm. I take more of an interest in it, mm. but for anyone in the future, it's just, it's just much better. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, um, what's the upcoming video for this week? Uh, this week, uh, is one that we filmed actually it was almost a month ago, right? Mm. It was a bit of a big project. Yeah. Uh, a bit unusual for us, actually. Uh, we filmed over two days mm. at the Kawakyu hotel mm-hmm. down in Wakayama prefecture. Yeah. And just, uh, just incredible luxurious hotel mm. why don't you when you tell the guys about it Yasu? how would you describe the Kaukyu hotel
1: <laughs> <laughs> there are so many aspects to it mm. um you know from the outside it looks like a western castle mm. um but it looks a bit different in a sense that it's using some tiles imported from China mm. and using bricks from Britain. Yeah, the roof tiles, yeah, and yeah, British bricks. Yeah, so it's like a fusion of the Eastern and Western architectural styles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And inside they've got the, you know, Guinness World Record for the largest
0: ceiling covered with gold flake. Yeah, it's pretty impressive. Mm. Um, so you walk into the lobby and there's like these marble ceilings It costs like a million dollars each. Each one, yeah. And then when the sun was like setting, right, the the setting sun has that kind of golden glow anyway. Mm. It kind of bounces into the lobby and the gold just like amplifies. Yeah. And it's just like- I can't describe it. It's like you're in a gold mine. It's just Mm -hmm. everything just Mm -hmm. looks like orange, right? It's really cool.
1: Yeah. Made us feel rich, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) The rich warmth of the sun. Yeah. Um, But
0: there's just, yeah, so many features. I don't think we can describe them all, but there's also a museum inside. Yeah. It has
1: its own museum Uh, and and art gallery as well. Yeah. Many art pieces from someone like Salvador Dali, Taikan Yokoyama, Mm. you know, one of the most famous Japanese artists. Yeah, and they have onsens. Many onsens. Many onsens. There's like five different onsens. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, they do, literally. Yeah. Yeah, so, you know, um, I don't mean to
0: make you guys too jealous, (laughs) but it's worth checking it out. Yeah, and I think it's it's our longest video. It's about 17 minutes long. Mm -hmm. And we generally try to edit things to be quite concise and to the point. Yeah, 10 minutes or less. So that should give you a good idea of like, it's like 17 concise minutes uh-huh. of what we got up to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, The video could easily be an hour longer. <laughs> uh-huh. So yeah, as usual, guys, uh, that should be uh, online by the time you're hearing this. So go check that out over on youtube.com forward slash Japan Pro. And uh, just before we get into the news this week, uh, we've got a big announcement for you guys uh, about the podcast. So make sure you stick around till the very end for that. So today is March 12th and our main story of the week is a Japanese entrepreneur is looking for eight members to take with him on a journey to the moon. It was recently announced that Japanese entrepreneur Yusaku Maezawa is looking for eight lucky people from around the globe to join him on his trip to the moon in 2023. The mission, entitled Dear Moon, will be conducted by Elon Musk's company SpaceX aboard their Starship spacecraft. This will be the first ever commercial spaceflight carrying regular citizens instead of a full crew of trained astronauts. This is not the first time that Maezawa has gained attention in the media for setting his sights on the stars though. In 2018, it was announced that he would be involved in a documentary film called Full Moon Lovers. The premise was that Maizawa, who was single at the time, would take applications from suitable single ladies and choose one to take with him on a flight to the moon. Citing personal reasons as the cause, Full Moon Lovers was eventually cancelled in January 2020, but attracted almost 28,000 applicants. Since the announcement of the Dear Moon mission on March 3rd, it's reported that the number of applicants has already reached 300,000. As there are no restrictions on sex, age or nationality, applications are flying in from all over the world. Not only is this a first for commercial space flight, but it will also be the first lunar journey made by humans since the Apollo 17 mission in December 1972. Yeah, so the first manned mission to the moon mm. in... Uh, or in 2023, will be over 50 years, mm. and it's led by a Japanese entrepreneur. <laughs> How do you feel about that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it feels weird, uh, but
1: not too surprised. Uh, he's a very famous, one of the most famous entrepreneurs, mm. uh, along with the founder of SoftBank, like Mr. Son, mm. or the founder of Rakuten, mm. uh, Mr. Mikitani. Mm. Uh, like most rich people, some people like him, mm. but some people hate him. And I guess it's because he's especially quite eccentric, right? And he's going out with a famous actress. Mm. And I'm not sure if you've heard of this, but he bought an artwork of an artist called uh, Basquiat.
0: No, I didn't hear this.
1: No, he's an American artist mm. uh, for over hundred twenty million dollars. <sighs> For a single, like, drawing. Wow. And everything he does, it's just outside the norm of most Japanese business people. (laughs) (laughs) And I've never met him, but I get the impression that he's really into art. Mm. So, you know, some entrepreneurs or business owners are more, like, scientific or purely focused on, like, numbers. Mm -hmm. You know, there are some, like... finance type of Mm. like entrepreneurs. Yeah. uh, yeah. So to say. But the way he has made money, Mm. you know, is by founding the largest um apparel like online Mm. like shopping website. Mm. So that was called Zozo. Zozo Town. Zozo
0: Town, yeah. Yeah.
1: And also that, you know, if you aren't really into fashion Mm. or apparel, you would never start such service, right? Oh of course, Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, he's quite artistic, mm. and recently, uh, he's also known as the Okane Kubari oji
0: Okane Kubari, what does that mean?
1: Kubari is uh, like an adjective of
0: Kubaru. Kubaru, I don't know what does that
1: word mean. Kubaru means to give out.
0: Oh, okay, another word. Mm.
1: So you know, Okane.
0: Oh yeah, money. The 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 generous giving. Old old guy or, or oji San the guy. Like, yeah, like
1: middle aged man. <laughs> oh okay, yeah. Yeah. So he's been giving away ten million Japanese yen, mm. which is about hundred thousand US dollars
0: mm.
1: like every single week since last year. Oh wow. He's
0: been doing it a lot. I saw it's like a lot of money. Yeah. I saw one story, but I didn't know it happened multiple times mm. when he just basically put a tweet mm. just saying like, you know, if you retweet this, then I'll pick like a thousand people mm. and you'll, you'll, all get like a million yen. Oh yeah. Or what it, it wasn't, it wasn't limited to Japan. He was just uh-huh. like, I'll give it to wherever country you're in, but uh-huh. the amount was a million yen. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah. But I didn't realize he just did that. Like he does that repeatedly. <laughs> I
1: think that was more of a bigger play. Yeah. Yeah. But even after that, mm. he's been, yeah, basically giving away hundred thousand dollars to, you know, whatever organization or a group of people every week. Yeah.
0: Well, that's good. Why not? Yeah. I can always, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can always get behind that. The thing mm-hmm. is like with like super rich people like this is that like, as soon as they start doing things that are like nice, they get attacked by the media. <laughs> True. Because it's like, oh, you're evil. You've got too much money. And then when uh, they start giving it away, they're like, oh, he's giving away too much money. Something must be wrong. You yeah, yeah. It's like, <laughs> <What a hypocrite, laughs> you can't right? win, right? You just yeah. literally can't win. It's the same thing with like Bill Gates. Mm. He has all these like foundations and he, he, you know, funds all these crazy, like, um, developing projects and scientific things. And everyone just thinks he's trying to, like, microchip the world and <laughs> spy on everyone. It's like, yeah, I know. You can't win, can you?
1: <laughs> yeah. And that applies to Maezawa as well. You know, they're always haters. But the fact is that, you know, he's, I would say, from the ob- objective standpoint, he's doing something rather good for the society. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just checked his uh, website that is, um, That is dedicated for this, Mm. uh, you know, money distributing project. Oh, okay. And it seems like every week he has a different theme and target for the people that he's giving away his money to. Mm. And for example, uh, next week, he's giving away 20,000 US dollars to five persons that are involved in the nursing care. Oh, cool. Which is...
0: Yeah, you
1: could never say anything bad about that. (laughs) (laughs) Right. And a week later, he's giving away $500 to 200 people Mm. who want to use the money to save the lives of, I don't know, like stray dogs or cats. Mm. Mm. He's doing a lot of like good things. Mm. Anyway, so the next big thing for him is, you know,
0: like you said, going to the moon. Mm, Yeah, so it's uh, called Dear Moon. Mm. And, uh, yeah, if you guys want to check it out yourself, you can actually go to the website, dearmoon.earth. Mm. I've never seen a dot .earth website before.
1: It's good. <laughs> <laughs> true, true. I wouldn't be really surprised
0: if he just made that himself just for this. <laughs> That's another wacky thing. But um, talking about the applicants, right, in the story we mentioned, there's already been 300,000 people applied. Mm. Um, but basically anyone is eligible to this, um, this ride to mm. the moon. Uh, and there's only two criteria you have to meet. So the first one is that you should be advancing uh, whatever activity that you're involved with um, mm. to help other people and the greater society in some way. Mm. So I guess he means like, you know, if you're doing some kind of like scientific research and you want to go to space to do that, mm. or maybe you, you're like a filmmaker mm. and you want to make a movie about space, but you want to get that real experience or mm. I don't know, there could be a million different reasons. Um and the other criteria is that you are willing to support other crew members who share similar aspirations. Mm. So I think that just means don't be a dick <laughs> when you're <laughs> when you're when you're on the flight. You know, uh, you know, everyone's in it together. So uh, so don't yeah, yeah. don't compete with your fellow crewmates. Interesting. And, you know, Interesting. And, and just those two criteria tell me a lot about this guy and how yeah. he views the world, and it's yeah. pretty cool. I like it.
1: Yeah, especially like I didn't read those. Uh, criteria Mm. but especially the second one i kind of find it interesting because i first of all like i imagine out of eight people he would mostly choose artists Mm. musicians and probably some scientists yeah it could be like some entrepreneurs too yeah yeah. because he is really into art Mm. and he likes music too yeah i imagine like maybe four more than four out of eight people would be artists or musicians. Mm. But uh, the reason why I thought the second criterion is interesting mm. is that some artists or even scientists maybe are too into their like own world mm. and don't really want to interact with other people. Mm. They're like gauze. Like In their own world. (laughs) You know what I mean.
0: Yeah. Well, I think a lot of people who do those kind of professions, you have to be a little bit introverted. Mm. Otherwise, you just can't be focused on what you need to get done, right?
1: (laughs) But I guess in this case, um, the type of people that he's looking for Mm. should be good communicators too. Mm. And that should really narrow down to very few talented people. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it seems like the application closes on March 15th. Mm. So in a couple of days.
0: Yeah, really real soon. So mm-hmm. <laughs> you might want to get on that quick if you want a free trip to the moon. <laughs> exactly,
1: yeah. I'm just curious, you know, who will be picked mm. for those
0: eight people. Yeah, so they didn't actually announce like when the winners will be mm-hmm. announced. So the yeah, the competition closes in a couple of days, but it might be like another year or so before <laughs> before <laughs> we find out. yeah. Um
1: be several months to go through all the, what, hundreds of thousands of applications.
0: Yeah, 300,000 at the moment, but <laughs> I'm sure that'll be at least half a million by the time yeah, it closes. Yeah, I'd imagine. So, uh, yeah, I don't know if Maezao-san will be personally going through all those. Uh, <laughs> so.
1: He has his uh, whole cohort.
0: Yeah, that's it. Yeah. But it'll be interesting to see. And, uh, you know, as a, as a space fan myself, mm. I'll be following this story quite closely. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, maybe we'll, we'll give you an update in two years, guys. So make, <laughs> make sure you come back. Uh, This week in Japan, 2023. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. Okay, so that wraps it up for all the news stories this episode. Now let's jump into the final segment of the show, Word of the Week.
1: Okay, so this week I want to introduce to you an interesting Japanese phrase. The word of the week is amakudari. Kudari, kudari, kudari. Sorry, kudari. Kudari. Okay. Mm. And maybe I can show you how it's written, uh, in kanji and hiragana. Okay. Because it's almost impossible to guess, you know, with the
0: sound only. Oh, okay. Kudari is like go down, right?
1: Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, but I think for ama, um, there are multiple like different kanjis for Mm. that
0: sound. So you you recognize this kanji? Uh, yeah, but I've always known it as ten. Mm. Which, I mean, I know all kanji have multiple readings, but mm. I've never heard ama for that kanji. Don't worry, but the meaning is always the same, as you know. Oh, okay. So, yeah, kudari is to go down. Because mm. you always see that in the train stations. Mm. Nobody up and kudari down. Mm. Um, So, down from heaven. Or heaven down.
1: Oh, yeah. Uh, down from heaven. From heaven. Is uh, direct. It's it's quite an accurate translation. Uh, okay, that's good, yeah. And I give you another hint. Please. And so what does heaven mean in this context, right?
0: It's related to politics. Oh, okay. Uh, well, my mind goes to like the emperor, Tenor, because mm. Ten is that kanji, right? Mm. And and Tenor is like, he's believed to be like a heavenly yeah. person, right? Yeah. You know, he's he's basically a god.
1: You're not too off. Um, the direction is the same, but not that high, I would yeah. say. Oh, okay. So it basically means the government.
0: Yeah, okay. So that makes me think, is it some kind of, like with a state of emergency, it's like a, a, an order from the government to everybody like coming down from the government, like everybody must
1: uh, do something like
0: that, maybe. Uh, yeah, that, that's the best guess I can, can give <laughs> <Interesting>. you.
1: <laughs> yeah, so I i I just uh, tell you the answer. Oh, please. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So, Amakudari refers to an act of a person who used to work for the government. Okay. Uh, usually high-ranked uh, mm. government officials. And due to whatever reason, he retires mm. uh, from the government and starts working for a private company. Oh, okay. So, for example... um. A high-ranking, like a high-ranking government official working for the the police department, mm. retires and starts working for a security private security company. Mm. And the reason why this is bad is that usually those um, high-ranking government officials kind of like pre-arrange uh, all his like employments while. He's, he was working for the government.
0: Mm, okay. You know why this is bad? I can only think of one reason is that like he would use his power in government to benefit the company that yeah. he's going to yeah. join. Yeah, so right? it's almost like a bribery. You right, know? okay. Oh, yeah.
1: okay, so... Um, you know, let's say you are the... Uh, you're the high-ranking uh, police officer. I right? am, um, yes. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> very, very high rank. Mm. And... Yeah, so let's say my company needs a special permission to do this kind of uh business mm. from the police department. So, could you do me a favor? Oh, but in return um after you retire as a as a police officer, mm. you can um you can become our advisor mm. or one of the board members. Mm-hmm. So, it's not a bribery by cash or you know, something directly related mm. to cash. But they offer a position, uh, usually a good position mm. in the private sector mm. to a government official.
0: Mm. Okay.
1: Yeah, so people used to describe uh, those like government people as someone like above mm. other people. <laughs> mm. And those people like coming down to the private sector. Yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah, that that act is referred to as Amakudari.
0: Oh, uh, okay. I mean, yeah, the the actual, like, the literal translation makes a lot of sense. Like, mm. hev- coming down from heaven or whatever. Mm. But yeah, I never would have guessed that, that extra nuance of, like, you know, joining another company or, you know. My, my initial thought was just like, yeah, being fired or something like that. Which is also quite negative, right? Mm. Uh, you never get fired for a good reason. <laughs> <laughs> have there been any uh Amakudari kind of cases recently that have outraged people.
1: Yeah, so that's a reason why mm. like I'm introducing this word to you now. And I'm not sure if you have seen it, but uh there's been some political scandal going on around Suga mm. and some other major politicians in Japan. And it's not really Suga himself, but his son works for a private media company. Mm. And that company was spending a lot of money on having dinners with high-rank politicians to get some favorable deals. And of course, those politicians know who the guy is. Right, It's the son of the fucking prime minister, right? (laughs) And his surname is also Suga. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, it's super obvious. So although there's no clear evidence that those politicians did something in return Mm. to the son of Suga, it's... Very shady.
0: I see, yeah. So
1: it's got a lot of public attentions. Mm. And eventually, there's, uh, some of those politicians had to resign. Uh, okay. That was only last week or so. Oh, wow. But those high-rank politicians, even if they resign as politicians, <laughs> <see>. they have <laughs> close ties with the private sector. Uh. So now many Japanese media are criticizing that, you know, those ones that have resigned are doing amakudari. Uh, I
0: see, I see, mm. I see. But it's always a case. <laughs> mm. Yeah, interesting. Okay, so that wraps it up for Word of the Week. And uh, now let's move on to our announcement for the episode. Yeah, so unfortunately, uh, we're going to be going on hiatus for a little while with This Week in Japan, mm. um, but not for a bad reason. Mm. Uh, we're going to be spending a lot more time focusing on content for our YouTube channel, mm. Japan Pro.
1: Yeah, it's a, it's really a difficult decision for me as well. Mm. Um, you know, I enjoy recording this every week. Yeah, same. But to simply put it, uh, we just don't have enough time, um, especially as we are, you know, filming for our YouTube channel like every week and editing and all this stuff. Mm. So unfortunately our YouTube channel is growing. Mm. You know, it's about to hit uh probably ten thousand followers in less than a month, I would mm. say. So uh we, we have a very ambitious target mm. and we wanna hit hundred thousand followers, subscribers, uh, on YouTube by the end of this year. Mm. And we really think it's achievable. But in order to do that, um basically. We just need more focus on making videos. Yeah. Yeah. And we definitely think that's
0: achievable if we really focus on that. Yeah, I think so. So, um, maybe some of you guys at home don't realize, but, uh, we're a very small team here. Uh, myself, Yasu and our writer, Christian, and it's just, uh, a lot of work we have to get through mm. between the three of us. <laughs> you could even call it a skeleton crew, I guess. It's a very, uh, very slipstreamed operation at the moment yeah, um, yeah but our our hope is that we can grow uh over this year and potentially you know hire someone else to help out mm. and you know we can get more content out to you guys mm. um so this is definitely not uh the be all and end all We will definitely be back hopefully in the nearer nearer future yeah um but if you want to keep following along with us uh then yeah head over to the youtube channel uh one more time is youtube.com japan pro and you can also follow us on Twitter at japan pro channel
1: yeah but really uh thanks to everyone mm. who's been listening to our show uh, you know we really appreciate that absolutely yeah and we we enjoyed too honestly mm. yeah so we hope to get back to you guys in the very near future
0: yeah so as always guys stay healthy stay safe and uh be sure to check back sometime in the near future mm. for the very next episode of this week in japan see you again